With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live from Florida's capital city, this is Tallahassee's Morning Show with Preston Scott on 100.7 FM, WFLA, and iHeart Radio Station. Three, two, one. You're on the air. Here we go. Good day, mates. Welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Morning Show, November 17th. We are, uh, I can't believe we're nine days away from Thanksgiving. Oh my gosh, next week, David Gwynn comes in studio. Tuesday, one week from today, we've got David coming in to um, give us recipes, tips, ideas, take your calls. We do it each and every week before uh, the week of Thanksgiving. He is the course co-owner and head chef at Cypress. One of the finest restaurants anywhere in the Southeast. He is also the owner of Vertigo Burgers and Fries. Uh, High-end hamburgers that uh, people love here in town. But David is just a a great guy. And uh, I will be putting up, the end of this week, all of the recipes that we historically put up. Everything from the brine mix that we use for the turkey to the... um, Cranberry dressing, that is to die for. Uh, I mean, everything is traditional with a twist that only a chef like David with his expertise can come up with. All I can tell you is we've done this for years, and and every year people rave about the recipes. He's going to bring, I think he's going to bring one or two new ones to the uh to the show, and we do it with just enough time for you to go get the ingredients you need to get to to give it a shot on Thanksgiving. Yes, it's your headphones, sir. Sure is. What is it? Oh, no, I was just, you said traditional with the twist, so is that like vegan turkey? No, or? no, 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 no. No, that's, that, that would not be traditional with a twist. That would be non-traditional. That wouldn't be traditional. Well, Tradition, it's, it's traditional. Traditional would be a turkey, but prepared in a, in, a, in a different way. In a non-traditional way. Yeah. For example, um, you know, the brine that, that he uses is is tremendous. It, it It is produced the finest tasting turkey I have ever had in my life. More so than a deep fried turkey, um, which I know many of you love. I'm not into that. I don't feel like losing my face. Um, the other thing is that, for example, don't put stuffing in the turkey. Don't don't cook it in the turkey. They, dreadfully bad mistake. That's for amateurs. Well, it's not just for health reasons. It dries out your bird. All the moisture from the turkey gets sucked into the breading. And so David uses an aromatics recipe that you, you chop and dice and slice, including a jalapeno, inside the uh, the cavity of the bird so that when you bake it, all of that flavor just seeps into the bird. Not just that, it just smells amazing when you cook it. It's just out of this world. Anyway, I can't wait. Cannot wait. But that's then. This is now. Today, on this edition of the Morning Show, we are, um, we, we're, <laughs> we're, 
Well, this is going to be quite a day. We've got, uh, we're going to talk a little toys for tots, seasonal. Jack Abramoff will join us. Former lobbyist, spent about four years in federal prison for uh, his deeds. He's going to talk about his deeds. He's going to talk about why he's in town. He gives talks now. He has become a fierce advocate, making sure that people understand how money influences and corrupts politics. As one of the leading corruptors of politics, he has a lot to say with great knowledge. And he will be in town today speaking, and I will share that information with you. Um, we will also, and I, and I will have to leave it ambiguous right now, I'm going to share the biggest story in Tallahassee that you don't know. And it's not even close. Um, Steve Stewart, Tallahassee Reports, is aware of this story. Steve is... Uh, is basically sitting on the story while gathering information until today. Uh, after today, the story will be uh, presented to you where you can digest it in writing. But today we break that story at 7.08. I hope you're listening. But we begin, as we like to do, with a, a salutation. Ryan Carter over there in Studio 1A along with uh, the pit boss, David Allen. I'm uh, I'm just me, and I'm relegated to Studio 1B. They get 1A. I get 1B. L- but l- at least it's Studio 1. I-, I started in Studio 5B. Whatever you got to say to make yourself feel better. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, you're exactly right. Uh, it was on this day in history that John Peter Zenger was arrested for criticizing New York Governor William Cosby in the New York Weekly Journal in 1734. Make a long story short, the governor did everything, including hiring henchmen to burn down the, uh, the, the facility where he published the paper because he was being criticized because he was a dirty governor. He was shady. He was sketchy. He was corrupt. And the, the, the publication called him out on it. Well, he had his day in court eventually... A uh, all of the attorneys in and around the area were bought off, and so um, he found counsel in Andrew Hamilton, one of the finest attorneys in the colonies. He came up from Philadelphia and journeyed to New York City to defend the printer and uh, got a jury to say not guilty, which was huge, momentous. So it was on this date that he was arrested at the request, behest of Governor William Cosby. Just goes to show you, Bill Cosby's been in trouble for a long time. 6.15 on WFLA. <laughs> Let's go to the Weather Channel Forecast Center. Terry Smith standing by. Terry. Good Tuesday morning, Preston. Could be a rough day weather-wise tomorrow, so enjoy a dry day today. Partly cloudy, 82. Dry overnight, 70. Thunderstorms tomorrow afternoon. Some of those possibly severe. I'm 100.7 FM. WFLA's Terry Smith in the Weather Channel Forecast Center. Okay, a couple odds and ends. One kind of cool, one kind of, ah, no. <laughs> uh, a double-hulled canoe. The Hokalia is roughly halfway on its voyage around the world. Now, this is not a canoe-canoe that we think of canoe. This is a, a big double-hulled canoe that the Polynesians used 
they they've recreated what the Polynesians used to find their way to Hawaii all these years ago. And so it's been recreated. They sail with no modern navigational equipment. They use the stars and um and their gut. Well, and they just, you know, I'm guessing they do a little paddling here and there and they've got some sails up, but it's where nature takes them, that's where they go. Now, of course, they do have a little bit of um scientific technology nearby they are escorted by a sister vessel which has uh, some gadgetry that's uplinked and all that but they've had crews rotating in and out of this thing they made it past the tip of south africa which is huge i mean that's like one of the da- most dangerous bodies of water in the world going around that bad boy but if what you're you- a pirate and you see someone in a canoe are you gonna really well, what are you gonna get exactly nothing <laughs> nothing Nothing to that. But is, isn't it Africa? That's Isn't that Cape Horn? Isn't Cape Horn Africa? It's not Cape South Horn America. Cape Horn sure is in Africa. Yeah, yeah. That That's like, woo. Yeah. That's some choppy stuff there now. I thought I thought Lake Michigan was bad. Lake, yep. The lakes are worse than the ocean, in my opinion. You get me, not now, now I'm not talking about like South, you know, Cape Horn, like we're talking yeah, about I wanna, here. Yeah, go ahead and explain that. Here's the deal. I've, I've. You know, I have my my boat piloting license, and so, you know, like a lot of people, I, I'm allowed to go take a boat out on the water. And I went out in the Gulf, and, you know, uh, no problems, no issues. Uh, once got caught in some pretty pretty good chop, and that was a little interesting. But then I went up and uh, and went boating up in, uh, in the Great Lakes. A swale in the Great Lakes. A swale? A swale. A swell? Swale. Not a swell, a swale. If I have to send you back to grammar school, then then you know then that's what we'll do. All I'm going to tell you is I can't prove this, but I think it has something to do with the fact that the lakes are a contained body of water, and 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 the effect of a swale in in and because I was it was a calm day, and it was worse boating on that than it was in chop. In the middle of the Gulf. I'll take the Gulf any day of the week over one of the Great Lakes. Now I get the whole Gordon Lightfoot, Edmund Fitzgerald song. I, and I'm telling you, I got that song going in my head as I'm as I'm trying to get this boat through these swales. But you got to keep in mind, the Gulf and like the open ocean are completely different things. Well, sure. Okay. But but they're, they're, they are connected. This In other words, it's not contained, and and that and I'm and I'm convinced it's just like a, a bathtub. You get the water going in a bathtub. Well, what happens? It starts splashing against itself real fast. Bad it, because why? It's contained. It has no the energy has nowhere to go. In the ocean, even the Gulf, it it has a place to go, unless it's being driven like say by a hurricane, but. You know, we're not the El Faro. We're not going out in the middle of that. Those hurricane swales can really just, they can mess somebody up. That'll thats will cause a bad day. Um, there is a story about that in the news. I don't know if we'll get to it today. This is the other story, though. Here's the boy in the new Barbie commercial. The boy in the Barbie commercial. Uh, the Machino Barbie he says, Machino Barbie is so fierce. And then the cell phone 
lights up. It's for you, Machino Barbie. Before winking at the camera. Little metrosexual boy here. And so for the first time ever, a boy is now starring in a Barbie commercial playing with a couple of girls playing with dolls. First of all, I think the parents of this boy should be should be in, in put in jail for child endangerment. Um, they will certainly reap some fierce returns on this uh, investment of their child into this. But, um, oh my gosh, this is brutal. Target's blending the gender lines. They don't. They don't want just boys and girls. Really, we we don't. I can. How about if we do this? How about if we have an aisle of toys that are for girls, and then an aisle of toys for boys, and then aisles where they're not marked, where they're just toys that are truly available. You know, and, and I mean, if a boy wants to go to the girls' aisle and mom wants to buy him a Barbie, have at it. And and I don't have a problem if a girl wants to go get a G.I. Joe, whatever. I mean, I, whatever. But this is political correctness. Messaging heading into the stores. Gender neutral now. Target's trying to be gender neutral. So uh, just uh, the, the ever-changing world that we live in. And I'm not sure it's for the better. 21 minutes past 6 a.m. here on WFLA. If you're having fun now, wait till you join us on Facebook, where the experience continues. Just click on the link at WFLAFM.com. A little bed behind that promo there sounded like Miko. Remember Miko? Really? You don't, you're not sure about that one, are you? Uh, Miko did all of the movie themes to the uh, blockbuster movies, and then what he did is he turned them into into, uh, disco things. Um, In fact, in honor of um, the the Star Wars movie that's that's coming out here, I'm uh, I'm I'm queuing up. I'm loading up for you a little Miko here in a second. Uh, 25 minutes past 6 a.m. this morning on the morning show. Big story in the press box. Recap some of the comments the president made on Paris in just a few minutes. But um, this is uh, this this is this is classic, brother. Star Wars and other galactic funk. People right now are going oh because they haven't heard this in forever. You remembering it now? I knew it. This really isn't that bad. Back was, in the day, this was hot. I was just thinking this is pretty awful. No, not at all. You have to put it in the context of the times. Almost. And they they take it this this thing's the medley of the movie is what this is. They take you into the cantina and uh, the, the the love theme, Leia's love theme. I mean, they they got the whole thing captured. You can't imagine, Ryan, how big this was in people your age back in the day. Yeah, I, you're right. I can't. It, it's it's huge. Listen, hold on. 
to learn the ways of the force. Oh, and doesn't Jabba the Hutt have a little solo? No. 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 Maybe no. Um, we used to do news. Who did? You did. What are you talking about? I'm just kidding. Now, this is, this is, right now, I have made people's day. <laughs> I will get email from people that are rejoicing. Oh, here we go. Here we go. R2-D2. You didn't even have to think about it. Oh, oh, it's coming up. And yeah, and uh, this is nuts. Hold on, they're gonna make a transition here. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm in it this far, right? You don't think this is goofy? You have to remember, when this stuff was, when disco was big, these movies were just, these were the movies that were out. I mean, and, and, you know, as a testament to the legacy of Star Wars, let's pay attention to what happens in a few weeks, right? I got my ticket already. And why? Because of the movie that inspired this stuff. No, 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 not at all. Good Lord, no. Um... Okay, this is pretty good. We got the fight theme right here, babe. Yeah. Anyway, it's uh, it, it that that was just one. There were others, and Miko was the man. He he would take the theme that John Williams created, and then just rip it off and put you know. I don't know, 138 beats per minute to it or something like that. I mean, that's what he did. And uh, it worked out very well for him. He he did very well on the charts. Um, I, Where to go from here? Go over here. I've got, I've got so many things here. Uh, I mentioned the Alfaro. They are, uh, they've given up on searching for their own version of the black box. They found the ship. Now, that's the cargo ship that left Jacksonville and went right into Hurricane Joaquin. It's like, why did you do this? There were other ways for that ship to go. goes right smack dab into the path of the hurricane, and the ship's gone. Everybody's, everybody died. But what are you talking about with this black box? They went looking for the black box. They, they, they've got the equipment to be able to go down deep and, and uh, remotely try to get the thing. They could not find it. Now, investigators for the National Transportation Safety Board say, well, we, we diagnose these things all the time without the, uh, the data devices that tell us as much as we can possibly know about, about the condition of the ship and, and what actually led it to sinking. And so I just got to thinking to myself, I can tell them right now without spending a dime what led, them to, what led it to sink. It sailed into a hurricane, like you were saying. Swales in a hurricane. Even a massive cargo ship like that that you would think would have uh, the most amazing stability in the world can't touch Mother Nature. You know, you get out in the middle of one of those bad boys, it's over. 
And uh, it's just, it's so puzzling to me. Why? Why did the captain go there? I still think we're going to find out something. I, I, whether it's personal issues and the guy just had a, I don't care, I'm going this route type attitude, I don't know. But uh cost the lives of, what, 30, 35 people, something like that, a crew. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 30 minutes past. Let's do news. Back with more. It's the morning show on 100.7 FM WFLA. This is how Tallahassee starts the day. The morning show with Preston Scott is on. 37 minutes past 6 a.m. Good morning. Morning show. 100.7 FM WFLA. Great stuff on the website, including a dad's accidental selfie video. Wasn't supposed to get uploaded. It did. It's It's been viewed about two million times since his kid got a hold of it and uploaded it to YouTube. Man, guard that videotape, uh, source moms and dads. But uh, that and more on the website at WFLAFM.com. Big story in the press box. Yesterday, the President of the United States at the G20 Summit, he uh, he turned the attention of the meeting, as, as all did, from the economy and uh, global e- economic issues to, obviously, the attacks in Paris. Uh, he had no choice. Ne- none of them did. What he had to say, though, was a little interesting. I listened to it. As I was out and about yesterday, but what I found interesting was the reaction and the reaction from NBC and Fox to opposite ends of the spectrum was absolutely the same. Everybody on both sides of the media uh, spectrum, and again, NBC on one side, home of MSNBC, MSNBC is kind of like the, the evil stepchild of, uh, of NBC. And then you've got Fox. And Fox, of course, you know, I think their news reporting is right in the middle. Their anchors are absolutely well right. There's no doubt about that. But as I love to point out to people that think, well, the, the reporting on Fox is so biased. No, center is always right of left. And so whenever you, you, you contemplate the reporting, not the hosts that offer their opinions on things, the actual reporting, the reporting is right down the middle. They just report. You know, when they say fair and balanced, the reporting on Fox is right down the middle. But when you compare it to the rest of the media, yeah, it looks right because center is always right of left. You following me on that? Kind of get a visual. Look to your left. That's the mainstream media, the drive-bys. Center, that's the Fox News reporting. To the right... That's the Fox News anchors. That that would be the spectrum as, as it would play out in the media. So the president made his remarks. He was remarkably defensive. Not willing to suggest, even open the door 
that they need a new strategy. And he was asked, not by the Fox reporters, he was asked by foreign reporters. The first question he took was for a guy from France. And he said, Mr. President, your strategy, it would not seem, is working. Is it time to reevaluate? And the president goes on this five-minute monologue trying to answer the question, which was nothing more than the spin cycle. And he, and he basically said, no, our strategy is spot on. Well, let's listen into a few things the president had to say. Um, he says, you know, that, that we're in it for the long haul. We have always understood that this would be a long-term campaign. There will be setbacks and there will be successes. The terrible events in Paris were obviously a terrible and sickening setback. Even as we grieve with our French friends, however, we can't lose sight that there has been progress being made. Setback, huh? An act of war carried out by eight or nine setback killing of 100 and what roughly 30 another 350 injured maybe up to 50 60 70 of them could die setback it's a setback it's just a setback okay all right it's just setback here's more on france that seems to be the only thing that they're doing is uh talking as if they're tough um, but I haven't seen particular strategies uh, that uh, that they would suggest that uh, would make a real difference. Yeah, he's talking about those that are critical of his uh, of his plan. No, there's there's strategies all over the place. There's all kinds of them. Um, you know, just talk to the military people that know best. And then, but but this let's pivot this to the to one of the core issues now, and that's the Syrian refugees. Uh, listen to this comment. All of our countries have to ensure our security. And as president, my first priority is the safety of the American people. (laughs) And that's why even as we accept more refugees, including Syrians, we do so only after subjecting them to rigorous screening and security checks. Okay, rigorous screening and security checks. Let's look at this a little bit deeper. This is a great piece written by Ed Straker, conservative blog, uh, The News Machete, newsmachete.com. He said, okay, what does it mean to vet a refugee? So let's think about this for a second. When it comes to refugees from Syria, what is called vetting relies on one source of information. More in a moment. When you get a refugee from, say, Germany or Italy or a a traditional nation that's out there where someone might want to come, and live in the United States, you can dig a little bit. You can get the background information. You can at least find out if it's the person, if the person is who they say they are. But there's only one source of information on a Syrian refugee. The refugee. I want you to remember that. That is the only source of info that you have. State Department says the UNHCR referral is a crucial first step to gaining admittance to the U.S. But the candidate must then pass the highest level of security checks conducted on any category of traveler to the United States. Highest level of checks, huh? That's reassuring. 
State Department goes on to say the State Department will first collect biographical information about the candidate and determine whether they qualify for refugee status. Okay, if there's no government to consult, unless you consider ISIS or the Hezbollah, a government to consult, there's only one source of information, the refugee. Now, if the refugee doesn't lie, then we're in great shape. Do you have any affiliations to terrorism? Or do you cut me? <laughs> Darn it. You weren't supposed to ask that question. <laughs> I mean, that's the vetting process, folks. It's like that Austin Powers scene with uh, with Will Ferrell. <laughs> Where he gets asked the wrong question, he gets asked it three times, and because he got asked three times, he has to confess. It's like, are you a terrorist? No. Are you a terrorist? No. Are you a terrorist? Oh, three times. Yes, I'm a terrorist. I work for ISIS. <laughs> so the bottom line is a terrorist would have to lie not once but twice to get past this vetting process. And, of course, that's that's not going to happen. Oh, mercy. We'll talk more about the president next hour here on The Morning Show. 645 on WFLA. Let's go to the Weather Channel Forecast Center. And Terry Smith standing by with your WFLA forecast. Good Tuesday morning, Preston. Could be a rough day weather-wise tomorrow, so enjoy a dry day today. Partly cloudy, 82. Dry overnight, 70. Thunderstorms tomorrow afternoon. Some of those possibly severe. I'm 100.7 FM, WFLA's Terry Smith in the Weather Channel Forecast Center. Biggest story in Tallahassee that you know nothing about coming up in uh, 20 minutes here on WFLA. Let's see if I can get Marion Hammer on the program for a few minutes tomorrow. Another big day tomorrow. Marion, of course, past president of the NRA and uh, Tallahasseean, patriot, one of the finest women you'll ever know, and president, I'm executive director of the Unified Sportsman of Florida. Uh, tomorrow, there are, uh, there are a couple of bills that need your attention, and so far, so good. House Bill 163 allows people with a concealed weapons and firearms license to carry them concealed or openly. It's passing committees so far. It's it's moving up. Tomorrow, the House Justice Appropriations Committee is going to take up the matter. It's got to get through that. It's at 1 o'clock tomorrow. It's House Bill 163. Now, here's the deal. For those of you that think that uh, it's going to turn us into the wild, wild west, most states have open carry. Most people are not going to open carry. There will be some. Personally, I wouldn't because I don't want some jerk running up beside me grabbing a gun out of my holster. You know, just running through the mall or something like that. No. But here's the point. The point is that we are still dealing with people getting arrested, harassed, because they reach for something in a store aisle and their gun is displayed briefly. That's underneath a shirt or underneath a jacket in a waistband. And it's just that should not happen. But it does. That's a fact. And the only way, the only way you stop there from being this ridiculous persecution that takes place from time to time is you have to create an open carry law. 
And that's where we are right now. So we'll talk to Marion Hammer about that. But there's another one. It's Senate Bill 344. This is important as well. This is from uh, Senator Rob Bradley. And this is the burden of proof law on stand your ground. For some reason, this has been twisted to where someone has to prove that they had a right to stand their ground when it should be the burden of the state to prove they didn't. And that's a very significant difference. You know, think, and, and I, I'm going to put this in very base terms, not, not to insult the debate on this issue, but just to understand the difference here. This is like in, the, in, in pro football or college football when they have a ruling. And they have three different categories, reversed, stands, or confirmed. Confirmed means the videotape shows that the official got it absolutely right. Stands means they did not have enough videotape evidence to overturn it. Reversed means there was evidence to suggest and to absolutely prove that whatever the ruling was, was incorrect. There was a fumble or there wasn't a fumble. There was a catch. There wasn't a catch. There was a touchdown. In this situation, what we're asking for is that we go in with the predisposition of innocent until proven guilty. That the ruling on the field, if you will, is that it's, it's what happened in this situation was a responsible self-defense stand-your-ground case. The state then bears the responsibility to overturn that and prove that. Otherwise, it stands or is confirmed. And, and in reality, the example of, of football is spot on in this. We have lost, though, the presumption of innocent until proven guilty in a lot of ways in our country right now. My gosh, the media convicts people before anything else happens. That's why there are certain cases you'll wonder, why am I not talking about it? Because I want to wait a couple days till we get all the information out. And then we start talking about it. Because I'm more and more believing that we can't have a responsible conversation about some of the things that are in the news because the media is irresponsible in their reporting. At any rate, tomorrow, two very important bills, House Bill 163, Senate Bill 344, uh, will be discussed, and both of them um, in committees. Appropriations Subcommittee in the Senate on Criminal Justice at 10 a.m. for uh, Senate Bill 344, the burden of proof, and the open carry, House Bill 163 at 1. So uh, if you're interested, hang out downtown. You'll get a lot done for your time invested. 651 on WFLA. Let's do the Food for Thought Challenge. Give you a chance to win some ice cream. Ice cream is always good. It's very good. Especially Brewster's. Voted the best in America by National Restaurant News. So uh, call now, 205-WFLA, 205-9352 is the phone number you can play and win. Trust me, you can do it. I have no control over the questions unless I cheat, but I don't cheat. What comes up, comes up. It's just the way it is, even though it offends some people every now and then. I don't know why people get all wigged out, but it happens. 
The amount of time people waste on social media every day is staggering. Don't waste your time, and we won't either. Search for WFLAFM on Twitter. Time for the Food for Thought Challenge presented by Brewster's Real Ice Cream. Brewster's. They make their ice cream fresh. They've got the seasonal flavors you love and have come to expect. They've also got your traditionals. And, of course, waffle cones, waffle bowls. they got the banana splits. They've got the uh, brownie sundaes. They got, man, they got it going on. You're going to love Brewster's. And uh, Bob's got a chance of winning $20 of ice cream at Brewster's. Two locations on Tharp by Godby High School and on Appalachian Parkway eastbound. Just past Earth Fair. Bob, good morning, buddy. How are you? Good morning, Preston. How are you doing? I'm doing great. You know the drill, and for those of you that may not, I'm going to give him his choice of categories. It, it, think of it as calling your pitch. You still might might swing and miss, but you also get get an idea of what's coming your way. It's history, geography, science, nature, tech, sports, recreation, entertainment, or Bob can choose anything goes. What would you like, my friend? Let's go with anything goes. Throwing caution to the wind. Yes. Here we go. Here is your question, sir. Uh, there are four words for a baby pig. Give me three of them. <laughs> My wife right now is jumping up and down. She would have won the ice cream. Um, a piglet. One. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Um, I couldn't even begin to tell you. Striking out on the other th- other two of the three? Yeah, I can't even think. I can think of the difference a sow and this and that, but I don't know. No, I do not know. So. Here are your oh. answers, and I'm and I'm sorry, Bob, but at least you can walk away knowing the answer to this question. Okay. Uh, piglet is number one. Shoat is number two. Pharaoh is number three. And suckling is number four. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. More more than you ever wanted to know about pigs. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Hey, thanks for the phone call, Bob. Thanks for being a good sport as well. Uh, no winner today, but Bob can call back. Anyone who's not successful can call back. Once you win, you got thirty days. You're off. You're off for thirty days. Can't win again for thirty days. But uh, thanks for playing. But head to Brewsters, and don't forget. By the way, Thursday's banana split day. Bring your own banana. You get it for half off. Um, I can think of a lot of things I've read over the years way people have decided to just say, see you to life. And I think it's a tragedy. It's, it's an absolute tragedy. I guess I can understand someone who has a devastating terminal disease and they just don't want to deal with it. I understand it. I, I would just, you know, I think I would probably just say, God, you take it from here and let you know, God have his way, but I have never heard of this in my life. And this is brutal. Absolutely brutal. Austin, Texas. Kid who, um, kid who worked at a, a store, pet store with his mom. Passionate about animals. Just decides he wants to end it. So he takes his car, parks in a Lowe's parking lot in uh, in a suburb of Austin, and he opens a canister in the back with a uh, a snake from this pet store, a cobra. 
and he just sits there and lets the cobra bite him, and he dies. That and 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 it's been ruled a suicide because of evidence that he wanted to end his life. Really, have dude? Did you read about what happens to you when you die of a snake bite? Oh my gosh! What in the world? Now, you could easily say and be dismissive, what was he thinking? Well, if you do something, if you take your own life, you're clearly not. I've said for years, because I've had to deal with it as a pastor, it's one of the most selfish acts you can, you can take. Absolutely one of the most single, selfish acts you can commit. But, um, my gosh. Emptied a container that housed a cobra in the back of his car. Guy's nuts. And he's also no more. 7 o'clock. Let's do news. Come back. The biggest story in Tallahassee, and you don't know a thing about it. You will next on 100.7 FM WFLA. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.